Alright, we are live. Hello everyone and welcome to Exploring Awesome. I, of course, am your host, Jim Kellner. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, comedy hypnotist, all-around swell fella. Just ask my mom. Alright, so um, we are broadcasting live again here on YouTube, which if you're watching, of course, you know that, so sorry. Um, but you may be listening to this later on Blog Talk or some or on, uh, uh, what is it called, Apple, whatever, Apple uh, iTunes. And so that's why I want to let you know. Trying to do a broadcast, live broadcast every Wednesday at noon Pacific Standard Time. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. that doesn't work out because it's uh, difficult to schedule those with my guests. So we always want to make it convenient for the guest. My guest today has decided to go ahead and, yes, go live on the air. And I'm really excited. You know, um, my first, my not my first guest, my my guest today, um, she, um, she's, I, you know, I've known her for about five years. We met while we were both doing a, a stand-up comedy. And um, she recently, well, a year or so ago, uh, we'll talk more about that. She'll she'll tell us everything. Uh, a year or so ago, she, uh, she packed up. She moved to um, Grand Cayman and mm-hmm. uh, started a whole new life for herself. And so, um, you know, with that, um, well, she got some really cool stuff to talk about. And one of the things that she said that I really liked was she she really wants to inspire and teach people how to step into your power. So with that, I want to welcome today uh, Miss Shannon Whaley. Hey, Shannon. Hi. Can you hear me okay? I can. So okay. what, we were just talking about the temperature there. Uh, what is the temperature there in Grand Cayman? Um, I think it is, let me double check, but I think it's around 80, it's 88 right now. Nice and humid? Very, yeah. (laughs) You can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, of course, am in Phoenix, and it's about, uh, must be about 75 today, but uh, so I really love the, yeah, it's nice, and there's no humidity here, so I really do like that. (laughs) And your hair looks great. Doesn't it? Yeah. It's weird how the, the, the weather doesn't affect it at all. So. It must be nice. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Your hair's grown quite a bit since I, uh, since yeah, I saw you. Yeah, look at time. this. I don't know. It's wow. mostly because I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> yeah, and it's so, um, it's so humid here that it just, if I had it short, I, uh, when I knew you, I had it really short, and if it were that short, again, it would just be like a big puffball. So <laughs> this is... <laughs> This is more so I can braid it and get it out of the way and put it in a, a bun. But yeah. more convenient when you're doing those uh, those um, really challenging yoga poses, I bet. Yes, definitely. <laughs> get that out of my way as well. No that's yoga a, lately, though. But no yoga. Le- oh, that's right, because you had the uh, wrist injury. Yeah, I, I broke my wrist. Um, it, it's going on nine weeks now. Which actually, and you know. Just, just, um, just off the cuff here, um, has apparently opened up the door to some other opportunities. So, um, isn't it crazy the world, the way the world works, right? You know, and I remember sitting and you know, you hear like, oh, everything happens for a reason, and so you read books about you know when someone dumps you and you're heartbroken, and when you're in it, you don't, you, you're supposed to look at it like, oh, I'm supposed to come out on the other side of this, like. This is happening for a reason, and you're supposed to be comforted, and and I that's never been the case. Um, <laughs> and this time, when I was seriously, when I was sitting in the hospital, this was the first time that I sat there, and I was like, I don't know why this is happening, but there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, I was 
I was on a lot of morphine, so that could have had a lot <laughs> yes. to do with it. Um, <laughs> but it was the first time that I was like, all right, so I have two choices. I can be a turd about this and, you know, get in the victim mode, or I can just kind of, I'm going, you know, I'm going to be on vacation for a little bit, so I may just, might as well make the most of it. And um, it's been just a, an experience that is quite painful, but... Um, my life has completely changed and my outlook has just really changed because of it. Just opportunities that um, wouldn't have been possible have come up because of it. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you, do you want to, oh, it looks like we've got six viewers on the line. Yay. Yay! All right. <laughs> all six of your friends joined hi, us today. Mom. Hi, hi, Jen. Hi. <laughs> hi, Janie. So, and my aunt Janie. I know that's her. <laughs> Jamie, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to let you. Yeah. Oh, wait, finish up your shout outs. Go ahead. No, that's all I know. Gonna... I don't, I don't okay. really remember. Oh, Heather, maybe Heather. Hi. <laughs> um, I do want to let everybody know, too, you know, um, you can live tweet the show. Um, it is 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can live tweet your questions, your comments, concerns, um, your, um, your funny photos, whatever. You can live tweet those to, uh, uh, well, Twitter, of course, Jim Kellner. That's J-I-M-K-E-L-L-N-E-R. Again, that's Jim Kellner. Follow me on Twitter. I don't tweet much, so I won't bother you. And um, uh, you can also tweet Shannon, and her uh, her handle is at, uh, if I remember right, Shannon Whaley, right? Just, mm -hmm. just the name, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-W-H-A-L-E-Y. And if you have her phone number, she says you can text her. So you can text her questions, comments, concerns, <laughs> and we will try to address those um, right away. So I'm uh, sorry to get off, uh, get off, uh, get off track there. Oh yeah, did you? Can you go into detail about any of the uh, of of the opportunities that have opened up due to the injury, or do you want to do you want to save that for a blog yeah, post? Yeah, um, I'm sending out a tweet right now, um, mm. and tagging you. To my followers, all 300. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so what came up? Well, I had um, the first two weeks was bed rest, mm -hmm. so I was in and out of consciousness just because. So I I don't know if you can see it, but there's the scar. Let's see, right there. Can you mm, see that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's from here to here. So I shattered this bone and then splintered down here. So I have a plate and seven pins. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly, and um, so I uh, got to catch up on Orange is the New Black, so that that was changing. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's an opportunity. <laughs> um, watch some documentaries and stuff like that, and uh, and then once I wasn't on the heavy meds, um, I was able to start reading again and um, retaining information, and so I was able to just uh, I don't really watch TV, and so. I returned to the iPad. My dad's calling me. Never called me. Oh. I wonder if dad's watching. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dad. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, it just reminded me, you know when people do stand up and then they, their mom calls and they answer their phone like, <laughs> during their set? <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so I was able to start reading more books and I gave the iPad back so I didn't sit and watch TV all day and, um, just started catching up on 
all the, you know, what was I reading? Um, the Desire Map by Danielle Laporte, um, stuff by Gabby Bernstein. So all like uh, self-improvement, um, some coaching stuff. Um, yeah, Eckhart Tolle, um, just like the, you know, kind of feel good, new agey stuff, just to mm -hmm. finish the books that I had actually um, started. Awesome. How did you, um, how did you hurt yourself anyway? Oh, I was uh, at work and I went to go get ice and I slipped on uh, some stuff that was on the floor. Ouch. Yeah. And there was a, it was just like an instant thing. And so it was, I'll, I was just fine. And then I just wasn't, I was on the ground screaming. Like wow. Hyperventilating. Yeah, so it was pretty gnarly. That's rough. Um, yeah. Okay, so what else happened? Also, um, I was able to start um, doing, I mean, because here on the island, so I live, I don't know if everyone knows where Grand Cayman is, but it yeah. is a tiny island that is in the Caribbean by Cuba and Jamaica. And um, it's very expensive to live here. And yeah. so it's also seasonal work. So you have to work your butt off while you're um, while the tourists are here and mm -hmm. then hope you've saved enough to eat and pay rent when it's off season and so off season is um let's see may june uh, maybe around july late june july uh and then it becomes hurricane season mm -hmm. and um cool. so you hope that you have enough food and that you, the hurricane doesn't come so, um, so this is in the middle of busy season too, where um, where I fell and was out for nine weeks. Um, oh no! Yeah, yeah. So that's so the money making time. It's been. Um, however, uh, I work at Georgetown Yacht Club, and uh, just a huge. I hate saying shout outs, but just definitely a huge um, shout out. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> To um, everybody that's been there because they have more than taken care of me there as far as um, coming to see me, coming and hanging out, really going uh, to bat for me with the insurance companies and getting me a really nice settlement and just taking care of me. And I heard that that's not really the common thing uh, sometimes on the island. Being an expat, um, you don't know your rights. Like in the state, you know, oh, I can do this person. I can take care of that. I have this insurance. But... Being an expat here, you don't really have the rights that you do back at home. So um, I really, on top of you know having the time off and being stressed about that, I was stressed about money, and then everyone just really, really took care of me. So trying to get everybody to go to Georgetown Yacht Club. <laughs> support go to Georgetown. I, I, yeah, yeah. I like supporting companies that take care of their employees, and so when I hear of a company. That doesn't take care of their employees. Mm -hmm. um, I won't go there anymore. And mm -hmm. so I'm the same. You know, when I hear that people are really good to their their employees that work hard for them, I like to support them. So. I I agree completely because it. Yeah. I, uh, unfortunately, at least we don't hear about it happening very often. So that's that's fantastic that's that they they helped you out like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. So I was able, you know, to catch up on podcasts to right. um, connect with a lot of women. Um, that are in I started a coaching program to be a personal coach and so I've been able to connect with women um, that are in 
different coaching programs and was invited to join um, a, a network of women coaches, which I'm really excited about. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, do this podcast. And mm -hmm. so uh, it's just been, and I've been able to work on my tan. So that's very important. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed it is. You got to get yeah. that vitamin D, right? Absolutely. And spending uh, spending several years, uh, well, many years in Seattle, like I did, you really wow. probably had depleted those supplies. Can oh, you God. can you talk about that a little bit? Because you've had, uh, can you tell us just a quick a quick rundown of of you know baby Shannon up through now? Like baby, like where I came yeah. from. Well, okay. Talk, you talked about um, near Here's the Red my Ridge, mom. right? NorCal, yeah. <laughs> so near, you grew up in Northern California. No, I grew up in Southern California. Southern California, right. Yeah, I grew but up in a, a school. A, yes. So I went to a small, I lived in a small town in Southern California. It was quite religious. Um, mm -hmm. Wasn't really my deal. And so I knew that the only way to get out of that town was to go to college. And mm -hmm. uh, it was funny because um, I was like a little hippie chick in senior year of high school. And uh the whole thing was like, oh, I'm just going to go travel the world. And so my mom was like, so what's your plan after high school? And I was like, oh, I'm going to travel. And she's like, really? With what money? And whose car are you taking? And I was like, oh, I'm going to college. <laughs> so it was like a like, come on. No, you're not. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, I um, I applied to one school. And thank you, baby Jesus, for accepting me because I have no idea where I'd be if uh, I didn't have a backup plan. It kind of seems to be what I do is I just put all my eggs in the basket and hope it works out. And so mm -hmm. I went to um, college in Northern California at Humboldt State and um, studied psychology and women's studies and worked as a domestic violence counselor there. And my goal was to work with women and teens in some capacity, but I wasn't really sure what that was going to look like. And so um, I ended up moving, when I graduated in 2001, I moved to Seattle and started working at um, a treatment center, a drug and alcohol treatment center for teens. And so I was working with the girls that way. Mm -hmm. Went back to school to get my, when you graduate with a degree in psychology, you can't really do anything. So I had to get more. They don't tell you that. Yeah. Um, I had to get more certification to have a specific route of where I was going. And so I got certified uh, as a drug and alcohol counselor of all things. Mm -hmm. And so I was doing that and um, went to, uh, I was going to be a doctor. I wanted to be a, get my doctor in psychology. So I went to grad school for one day and was like, this is not for me. <laughs> uh, so I dropped out and I quit my job and I went to beauty school. <laughs> All right. And yeah. And uh, I just, I was 23. It was two, it was a five-year program and it was like $150,000. And I was like, I am not, I can't do this. It didn't feel, it just didn't feel right. It's a lot of student um, loans, huh? Yeah. Well, I was like, I'm going to have to get a serious job to pay off these right. serious loans. I'm going to be stuck. And I, that was my whole thing. Like, I don't want to get stuck doing this. Um, mm -hmm. So 
I, uh, yeah, I went, started working in the nightclubs and um, put myself through beauty school, and that was kind of my, I had kind of been drinking and partying a little bit in high school, well, partying a lot in high school and a little bit in college, but um, when I started working in the nightclubs was when it really, you know, you can drink while you work, and you do after hours, and you hang out, and now I'm hanging out with nightclub people and hairstylists, and, you know, we all like to party, and so... I uh, started working, I graduated and started working in a salon, and then passed by like the big fancy salon in Seattle and was like, I wanna work there. And so I worked my way up and I worked there and was on the floor and was miserable. So how, I how come? <laughs> what was, um, why were you miserable? It wasn't my thing. I, uh, you know, in those fancy salons, you have to wear all black. You have to look all fancy. And I felt like I was playing dress up every day. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you experienced this, but, you know, when you're getting ready to go out at night and you're putting on your best clothes and that whole, like, getting ready, like, I had to do that every morning. And it's, mm. it's exhausting to look like this. <laughs> you don't got to tell me, baby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um... Just, and I didn't, I don't give a shit what you're wearing. I don't care about brands. I don't care about labels. I don't, that's not my thing. Like, um, I liked making women feel beautiful. And I liked that I had them in my chair for an hour. Um, and we can talk about stuff. And it was definitely my counseling stuff that I still wanted to do. Uh, but I didn't, the problem that I was having with counseling was I was always working with people that were in crisis. So it was never, um, they were never coming to me and like sharing like exciting things that happened and like, hey, let's set goals. It was more like, I don't want to get beat up anymore. I don't want to use drugs anymore, you know? And so it was really, it just, it was from 19 to 25. Wow. That well, that's, a, that's a young age to deal with that. Yeah. I felt so old. I felt, and I had yeah. said to him, I was like, I feel older, What you know, once I got out of it, I said, I felt older at 23 than I do now at 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just weighs down on you, and so um, so let's see. I was working. Um, it just wasn't um, on top of the money not being what I thought, what I was promised it was going to be. Mm. It uh, it was just tiring, and just you can see all the masks that people put on. Mm-hmm. I've never been really good with that. I'm very, you know, I'm very. Blech. Like this is exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is exactly like if you want to know my story, I will sit down and we'll talk about my story. You know, uh-huh. and so um, it was really hard for me to be surrounded. And granted, not everybody's like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want everyone to you know feel like I'm pooping on them, but um, <laughs> it was just it when you're at that level. I don't know, and maybe people who are at you know in a corporate business they feel the same thing. It doesn't have to be hair. It can be. Sure. You have a persona that you have to put on, right? Absolutely, yeah. And um, I didn't want to do that. That wasn't, mm-hmm. that's not me. Mm-hmm. So um, I managed to get fired from there. That was the best thing. Nice. That was one of those things where, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm crying and like, holy shit, what am I going to do about money? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I was like, all right, it's summer. I'll get unemployment. I'll just hang out at the beach, mm-hmm. pop brownies all day. It's legal in Seattle. Um, so, 
you know, that's what I did. I just kind of gathered myself and figured out what I wanted to do and started doing freelance hair and stuff. And But it was, um, I, at that point, I was working, I don't know, like four or five jobs. I was working at Hard Rock. I was doing makeup. I was doing hair. Um, I was working with, like, a dispensary situation. And so I think I had four jobs. Um, and would just go home and just like, what am I doing? I'm saving all this money and I'm not doing anything with it. Like this can't be what life's about. And so I knew that I didn't want to be in Seattle anymore, but I didn't know where I wanted to be. And, um, my best friend at the time was in San Diego and that's kind of the area. I mean, I'm from uh, about an hour northeast of San Diego, so I never really lived in San Diego, so I was like, well, you know, I'll give it a try, and it didn't, it was one of those things that it, it still didn't um, sit well with me. I'm very, um, like, if I make a decision and I feel it in my body somewhere, doesn't feel like the right decision, I'll just, I'll change my mind. Huh. Um, and so, right. so once I, I'm sorry. You know, I, that's so awesome, because, I, you know, so many people are living their life afraid they're going to make a mistake. You know, afraid. Yeah. Oh no! What if I what if I move there and it doesn't work out? What would you say to them? What my friend said to me because I said that same thing. What uh -huh. if I move to the island and it doesn't work out? And he uh -huh. was like, "Seattle's always here." Exactly. Right. You can always and and he's like, "You can always move back, and your friends will be doing the exact same thing, right? The yeah. exact same bars." the exact same drink in their hand. So you go and you go to the island, and mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, then you can come right back into your old life. And I was like petrified. I'm like, I don't want this life. <laughs> <laughs> I want a new life. <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's awesome. What I did it. Yeah. And you know, as I as I followed your posts on Facebook, I see you've traveled a ton even yeah. since you've gone to the island, right? Yeah. I mean, can you name off just your top three favorite places you've been? Um, well, we went to Peru in September, uh -huh. and um, that's the, let's see, I didn't leave the island for like a year once I got here, and then, so I've been to Seattle once now, and then we went to Peru, so we went all around, um, we were there for about 13 or 14 days, Wow. Uh, maybe 11, I don't know, and uh, so we, we backpacked and traveled all around there, and then um, like saw Machu Picchu, and Stayed on, on a really cool place that I found on Lake Titicaca, and um, yeah, really cool stuff. And then um, let's see. So I'm going to be back in Seattle at the end of May, and then I'm in the process of booking a trip to Venice Ooh. in June. So this will be my second time there. Uh -huh. And then um, I just got, and it was really crazy. I just got a so I'll skip that part, but I just got an invite to Prague. So I'm shortening my trip in my time in Venice, and I'll be in Prague for a week as well. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. So, you know, can I, I want to talk? I want to mention something too that I, I noticed what you said when you um, uh, when you were talking about when you were, you told your mom you were going to travel, and she said, "Well, you know, what money are you going to use? What car are you going to use?" And you yeah. know, it's it's interesting how we we let these uh, these limitations get in our way, 
And, um, you know, I just did a podcast a few weeks ago on, you know, live your dream life today. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be moving to the, to the Cayman Islands, but what, if you want to travel, you know, could it be like, you know, the next town over even, you know, or, yeah. or something, uh, something new, because, um, I think that, um, people for whatever reason, you know, in fact, I'll tell you, uh, as I work with clients and I ask them, you know, well, what's your dream life look like? Um, my hypnotherapy clients and stuff or coaching clients, most everybody says, I want to travel, right? Yeah. Um, their favorite place is a, is a, is a tropical beach. Mm-hmm. And yet for whatever reason, and, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of people say they can't afford it. And then you look at, you know, they're driving a brand new car every couple of years. They're buying a house maybe that's bigger than what they need. Um, so I think it's, it's a, it's a question of priorities. You know, if you really want to travel, you can make it happen. I mean, you you had you took you left three you took three bags. Is that right? I did. Yeah, three bags. Yeah. That's so awesome. So I was moving. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was quite anxiety provoking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I want to. And I had someone. I've had people say like, "Oh, you make it look like it was so easy." And I want to stop and say it was not easy. Like, mm-hmm. I make it sound easy now, and and it. But if you wanted to like get into details, it was um, me moving was probably a three-year process of making that decision, but still knowing I wanted more, but not knowing what that was. And so I kind of just stayed still, which I feel like a lot of people do. They just like, well, I don't know what I want, so I'll just keep doing what I'm doing because it's comfortable. Yeah. And uh, so it, it started with me coming back from visiting my brother on Maui and crying for 24 hours, realizing I'm not happy here, I need to change this. And then, you know, a couple years later, realizing like, all right, you know, I need to do this. But it, it was not an easy, you know, you're losing, I'm not losing, I was leaving family. You know, I've been in Seattle for 12 years, so I have this huge support network and um, it's comfortable and it's, you know, it's pretty for three months out of the year, so that's not too bad, right? <laughs> You know, (laughs) and so you start kind of rationalizing when you, when you decide to make that jump and then all these things start coming up in your head. And, uh, and I was reading last night, I forget, I don't know what book it was. I've had, I read like four books at one time, but it was saying that when you make a decision that the universe is really going to test that to see if you're really serious. And so that was one of those things where I... I was stressed out to the point that I was unrecognizable. I had such swollen, it's on my blog too. I have a picture of it on my blog, but I would break out in hives and my eyes were so swollen that I could barely see so puffy and like rash all over my face, like down my neck. And I had to go to the emergent care. And they're like, nothing's wrong with you. You just need to like chill out basically. (laughs) And this was happening for months before I moved here. And it happened wow. once or twice after I moved, but um, but I haven't had it since. And so. you know, I don't want to, and I don't want to make, um, I don't want to make it sound to people too like, um, like it is an easy process. I know for myself, I, I I wanted to move someplace sunny for I don't know, ten or fifteen years before I finally did it. Um, yeah. uh, because the same thing, you know, you got family, you got friends, and and there's also that you know it's something new, it's different. I mean, for my move though, I didn't have to, you know, get a passport even, you know, so, um, which, and you know, it's funny because a lot of people, um, that asked me, they said, well, have you been to Phoenix before? And I said, nope, 
But you know what? That's all right. If, if it doesn't work out, I can always go somewhere else. Yeah. That's and, exactly um, what I said. That's the, I've never been here. And people are like, what? Are you crazy? You're moving abroad and you've never even been there? And I was like, have you seen yeah. the pictures? What's right. that light? Like, it's gorgeous. And, right. Uh, yeah. And so, um, but I, I was working for jobs. Like, and going back to about, you know, making, if it's a priority, you're going to make it a priority. So, right. you know, I was working for jobs and um, taking my tax return and putting it towards, you know, savings and, and, um, I had about $6,000 saved to move here and I, but I had a free place to live. So that was kind of my friend said, just come on over and we'll get you sorted. And then, um, then you can move out and do whatever. And so, um, that's really where I lucked out too. Was my money wasn't being, it was going to drinking and, and hanging out and <laughs> film back at home that I still had to deal with. But, uh, and you that's Go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, but you know, if it's a if it's a priority priority, you'll you'll figure it out. And as far as okay, so say you can't do what I did. You have kids. You have a career that you have. That was my blessing in disguise. I've always wanted a career, and I could never find one. And so I wasn't leaving. I was leaving like Hard Rock Cafe. You know, I wasn't. <laughs> right. <laughs> It wasn't, so I didn't have that. So I feel very lucky, I guess, to not have had a career. Well, I was beating myself up for years because all my friends had, you know, all my friends had this and this and this, and I was just making ends meet, and I wasn't as important as they are, and, um, you know, I'm kind of a loser, I'm, I'm working in a restaurant still, or, you know, it was just kind of that thinking, and, and now you look back, and like, oh, there was a reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, just making it um, something that you want to do. Like, I lived in Seattle for twelve years. My brother and my sister-in-law have been living there, I think, under a year, and they have seen more stuff than I saw in twelve <laughs> years. Serious. Well, and she, like, and I'm she so jealous. Me. You've seen so much. And she's like, really? You live on this island? Like, you're <laughs> jealous of Washington? I'm like, yeah. I didn't, it wasn't a priority for me to see the, you know, the state that I was living in. So and when I go back, I have all these things like, oh, I want to see this. Right. And this and I could have been doing that. Right? So. Exactly. So if, if travel is a, like, light the fire under your butt. Go on mm -hmm. Pinterest. That's what I do. Go on Pinterest. Find. Mm -hmm. You know, pictures that inspire you and people that inspire you and just even like go look at your own backyard and, and where you're from. Yeah. Check out the United States. Like go on a road trip. Go down Highway One, you know, and Big Sur and Hearst Castle and all that. Like there's cool there's cool stuff to see that isn't doesn't require you to go three thousand miles. Exactly. And you know what I encourage people to do when, when they tell me they, they want to travel, you know, because people don't necessarily want to travel just for travel's sake. Nobody wants to, nobody talks about how awesome it is to, to try and fit all your crap in, in, you know, two bags and, you know, stand in line it and get frisked at TSA and all that stuff. Right. So that's, it's what, that's sometimes fun though. Right, well, there you go. Depends on <laughs> who's doing the frisking, I suppose. <laughs> but you know, what is, you know, what do you want to accomplish with the, with the travel? And if it's, you want to see new things or you want to meet yeah. new people, you can do that. I mean, really, you don't even have to leave your city, right? I mean, yeah. you can do those things right away. So you can get a little more adventure in your life, even if you can't move a thousand miles away or 3000 miles away. Right. And get your face out of your phone. Like stop, like leave your phone <laughs> in the car, 
<laughs> right? Because, you know, you sit and it's like, I remember when I was in Seattle, like I love eating alone and I love just taking a book and going to the restaurant and, you know, sitting at the sushi bar and, and eating and there's other people there that are eating alone and, you know, but if my face is in my phone and you're not paying attention, like you're missing out on what people travel to see. Like when I was in Peru and we were sitting there, you know, I was taking pictures of tons of stuff, but you just like we would just sit there and just watch people. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, it's just so cool. But you can do that at home. Like go sit on what first and pike at the Starbucks. Right? Oh yeah. In Seattle. Yeah. Go sit at like the big hub, like in Pike Place Market or you know wherever you live, and and just sit and people watch and talk to them and hey, how are you and uncomfortable and they might not talk back or whatever you know but well, whatever I'm cool you're yeah. lost you don't want to talk to me absolutely you know? you know I want to mention I want to mention something too you know when people do do think you know for themselves my goodness that'd be just crazy to, to head off to someplace I've never you know move to someplace I've never been to if you think about it um, many people that live in the United States have an ancestor somewhere along the way that had to do that right yeah. I mean most, I think, well, mo yeah, most people from in the United, or at least a great percentage of, of Americans, um, their family started somewhere else. Right. So somewhere along the way, somebody said, I'm going to go to California and I live in England or I live in China or whatever. And, you know, it was really a leap of faith. And back then, going back probably wasn't an option. <laughs> right. So, and you know what? They were probably like 10 sent on a boat by themselves. Exactly. So it's so you're 35. You're an adult. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> your, you know, your parents will will help you get back home if 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 needed. You know, you'll be able to collect enough funds to get a bus ticket or a plane ticket back home if you yeah. need it. I'm sure. Well, I mean, um, credit cards aren't a good thing, but that was my, you know, like worst comes to worst, I'll move back in with my parents. No, thank you. I'll make sure that that's not. But you know. I feel like everybody has a, you know, friends or hopefully everybody has friends or family that if you fall flat on your face because you're making these big decisions and it doesn't work out that someone will help you, you know, and then you can pay them back later or pay it forward or whatever. But, um, Absolutely. that was also, you know, like you're so scared of, of, looking like a failure, I guess. Like this all could have not worked out, you know, yeah. and I would have gone home with my tail tucked in between my legs and like, all right, what else can I do, you know? Yeah. Um, but there was a, there was also the possibility that it could work out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you can look at it like half empty, half full, kind of like, well, what if it doesn't work out? But what if it does? What if it, what if it does? What a great, what a great way to uh, to look at it. Hey, folks, I want to uh, just remind you: you can live tweet the show um, at Jim Kellner or at Shannon Whaley. You can you can tweet us your questions, comments, concerns, um, sexy pics, maybe whatever you like. Um, the um, I also want to let you know too: uh, head over to my website to sign up for my newsletter. You get a free hypnosis uh, download. That's uh, JimKellnerHypnotist.com, and also. Uh, you can go over to Shannon's uh, website and um, sign up for her uh, newsletter to keep keep up with what's going on. Read some of her blog articles. 
Uh, and also, she's got some great recipes on there. And I want to chat about. I, well, maybe we'll come back to rest some of the other stuff because I do want to get okay. on to what you're doing now. But um, real quick, uh, her website is uh, Shannon. That's S H A N N O N dash Whaley W H A L E Y dot Squarespace dot com. She's got a great blog there. She's got a lot of cool information. Really good looking recipes. And the cornbread that exploded, it looks like. But we'll maybe if we have if we have time, we can chat about that a little more. I want to try to. Change. I wanted so, to be honest and show that sometimes I, things don't work out. And see, isn't that great? Because you never see that. You never see. No, you don't. Like, oh, look at the products. products. I'm like, really? That's not what mine looks like. <laughs> exactly. So you know, they don't they don't tell us it took them you know five times to get that perfect yeah. one. But yeah. anyway. So Shannon. Well, that was another thing that I got to do while I was uh -huh. off was I got to design my new website, which uh -huh. I, I mean, it took hours and hours, and I had a template. You know, Squarespace is amazing if you want to start your own blog or business website or whatever, but um, just sitting there and, you know, building a website took forever. So that was one thing that I got to do and was really proud of. Uh -huh. It looks beautiful. Um, I got to tell you. Thank Oops. you. And those, all, those pictures are all mine. I didn't steal them from anybody. And, you know, this is, I got to tell you, when I first saw it, I was I was kind of blown away because, I mean, it's a its a really beautiful picture. And I love that black background. Um, it's really, really fantastic. I do want to move on now to what are you doing now? Because you're, you're getting involved in coaching. You're getting involved in, um, you know, a lot of interesting stuff. You want to help empower people to step into their power. Talk to me about what's 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 next for Shannon. What are you doing? What are you up to now? What's going on? Well, um, so about a year and a half ago, when I uh, was getting sober, I wasn't doing AA or anything like that, and I started doing a lot of yoga, and that ended up being my meetings. Um, was you know, if I was at a staff party and people, that was always my out, like, oh, I have a class that I have to go to, and so um, I, I used that as my my way out, I guess. And, You're um, anti-drug. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I had gone to my fair share of yoga classes hungover or probably still drunk, um, which, come on, um, and yeah. now, like, yoga is <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yoga is so much more to me now than just going to class and then go, you know, like I go and like have a cigarette after class, like in my yoga clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the, you have the, the two of like the people that are, that you see rushing to get into their yoga class, yeah. you know? I mean, and it's like every single day I used to work next to a, a yoga place. It would be the same people every day. They're rushing in and it's like, like that's, that's the, you're missing the whole point of yoga, yeah. right? I mean, or driving there. <laughs> Right, exactly. and then they go to the yoga class. <laughs> right. You know? Which I'm totally guilty of doing. <laughs> I, yeah, hey, me too, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh. <laughs> so, uh, so I started, um, I did a 30-day challenge when I first started and uh, did that on my own and then was going a lot more and then signed up for the yoga teacher training. And that became more, I don't really know if I was going to teach or what I'm like what I'm going to do with that, um, but I was using it more as like, I don't know, I thought of it today, and I was like, well, let's just consider that my rehab, because that's what really gave me a solid basis, um, a spiritual basis, and 
um, just looking for the towards the future more. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm I have that underway. I have one more um, huge paper to write and hours to I have to teach some classes to get my certification. So I have I'll have that under my belt. One more certificate. And I like to collect certificates, uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just started. So when I was a counselor, my thinking was that, and I've always thought this, was that every we know the answers to our problems, but we just don't want to do it. I'm running the same thing with clients all the time. You know, what should I do? Well, what do you think you should do? <laughs> they yeah. always know. <laughs> they almost yeah. 90% of the time they know exactly what they should do. They even know how to do it. It's just the doing part. Exactly. And so I've really held that belief. Um, you know, just talking to friends and like when they like, you know, I don't know what to do and that sort of thing. Like, well, okay, let's support you in, in figuring out and stepping into your power and taking taking that back. So um, I didn't know this, but when I was busy dropping out of grad school, coaching was starting to become <laughs> a thing. Uh -huh. Had I, and so, and now I'm like, ah, gosh, I just <laughs> wish I would have talked to more people or had more mentors, but that's another thing that I just didn't really reach out and, um, you know, I didn't know that positive psychology was a thing, which is the basis of coaching. I didn't mm -hmm. know that there were other options. And um, so I spent 10 years doing other stuff thinking, what, I don't know, this is what I want to do, but I don't know how to do it. Like, I want to help women. I want to encourage and empower women, but I don't know, I don't know how. And, right. uh, you know, just besides my friends and, you know, Facebook posts and stuff. And so, uh, I hired a coach, well, through networking, I met a coach, she gave me a free session. Years later, I finally hired her when I could, and so she helped me. Um, and that's another thing, like you never know, I don't like to go through life thinking, what can, what can you do to help me? Right. That's kind of a crappy way to look at, like when you're meeting somebody, like how can you help it me? Is. It's more like, how can I help you? Like, how can I help you with your business? How can I help you with networking? How can I help you with whatever? And so. Um, when I was doing hair in that horrid salon, um, <laughs> we were forced to send out free haircut cards. And so I thought, who do I want my clients to be? And I found this coach in the phone book. And oh. I sent her a card, and she came and saw me. Her name is Stacy Duhon, and she's in Seattle. And um, she gave me a free session for my free haircut. And that was like, that really years ago got the ball rolling. And mm -hmm. then I moved here, finally was able to hire her. And then she helped me get the ball rolling again um, with picking out a coaching program. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm going to the Institute for Life Co Coach Training. And it is an online-based program. And uh, yeah, it's about a year-long program. So I'm you know, five classes in, six classes in. And uh, so my hope is to uh, start my own coaching business and somehow incorporate yoga. There's so many different kinds of yoga. So um, doing like meditations and stuff after our coach training to help kind of integrate the stuff that we're talking about. And 
yeah, I don't know. I'd love to do retreats and workshops and. Boy, sign me up. Yeah. Come down to a, come down to Grand Cayman, right, for a, for a retreat. Absolutely. That that would be that's ideal. Yeah, Get I think you'll have. A, yeah. I think you'll definitely have some people that are willing to uh, to make that travel. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I think that we had talked a little bit about this this idea, um, having setting goals and then and then deciding on something else. Um, what's your philosophy on that? About setting goals and if it doesn't work out. Yeah. Is there any more you want to add to that? that we've talked um, about a, a little bit. Just, just. Um, I feel like we surround, you know, the friends that we have and stuff. When we tell them our goals and they tell us what they think about them, like, yeah. oh, you're crazy, you shouldn't move, um, why are you going to do that? That sounds really hard. What mm -hmm. about the money? Um, right. People tell you what they think because of their limiting beliefs. Right, absolutely. And, and when people are giving you advice, mm -hmm. it's not coming from a place of usually, um, I want the best for you. It's that they wouldn't do what you are thinking of doing. And mm -hmm. you have to surround yourself with big dreamers, big thinkers, people who will pick up and sell everything and move to an island. you got to surround yourself with those kind of people if that's the life that you want to live. Absolutely. You know, um, it's funny, you know, I, I mean, there's this, there's a saying or something that you are, you are the, you are the, uh, what is it? The four or five people that you hang around with the most, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, I just posted I actually, that too. You're the sum oh. of the five people. Yeah. You're, that's you're it. the sum of the five people that you surround yourself by. So, absolutely. Um, you know, if you start looking around and I remember being like, Oh God, <laughs> I need <a> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling, and I, I. It was funny because I had, I had someone interview me for a, um, for a book that they're writing, uh, just a few weeks ago, and she asked me, you know, well, you know, do you get a lot of, uh, because I'm doing a lot of entrepreneurial things, writing, a, you know, I wrote the book, and and I've, I'm, you know, hypnotherapy and stage exactly. hypnosis, all these. By the way, it's so huge. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um, all these crazy things. Find it on Amazon.com, everybody. Jim Kellner, navigating success. Um, <laughs> But um, uh, she, you know, she was asking me about, you know, so, you know, what do you say to people that that tell you that are, you know, try to discourage you or tell you it's not possible and stuff? And I and I thought about it for a second. I was like, there's nobody in my life like that anymore. You know, there's those those people are gone now. And there, I've had friends in the past that that were like that that would tell you all the things that could go wrong, that would tell you all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. Um, right. I, they're just not in my life anymore, so I don't I don't have to worry about it, you know. Um, yeah. So if you've got those kind of people around you, they're holding you back, you know. They really are, and Absolutely. they and they mean well. I think a lot of times they mean well, um, but they're projecting sometimes, their limitations. Sometimes they're just jealous. That's that's it too. They're jealous. Um, so you know, don't. Gosh, you know, really, I I say, and I hate to say it. I'm not saying you have to drop those friends. Just don't associate them with with them as much, right? You know, um, you, Shannon's going, yeah, bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I've tried it's to do. Energy suckers, you know, like when you they call are. them and and everything. Like I remember I had this friend years ago, and like when we would talk, like it was, 
she would just go on and on about this how I got mugged and you know all this stuff happened and and I remember saying so what's going right with your life <laughs> I, I've done, I did the same thing <laughs> what's going right with your life yeah. yeah so what what can we be thankful for and you know I get in the counselor mode what can we be thankful for today <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah you know and it it uh it really for me, what really happened, what really changed was when I quit drinking and I realized there was a, a big aha moment that I was drinking to hang out with people that I actually didn't even really like. <laughs> and, um, and uh, which I had done that in relationships too. You know, I drank more. I was being an alcoholic, so I was drinking more because they were drunk, so I had to drink so that they weren't as no, as annoying or I wouldn't get angry. Um, and so towards the end of my drinking career, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just would kind of look around and be like, I don't, we don't really talk about anything. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing deep. Like I have all this shit going on in my life and I want to share it with somebody. And like, you just want to go get wasted. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I spend, I do spend a lot of time alone. Um, but I'd rather have that and my, you know, three people that I hang out with than this whole crew that I really have nothing in common with. Like when you get to the like deep stuff, there's nothing yeah. really in common. Yeah. And I've, I've really found that, you know, since I've, um, I mean, just in the last few years anyway, but especially since moving to Phoenix, I've just sort of, somehow I've just been attracting these, these kind of, um, I don't know how else to put it, but entrepreneurial, you know, really powerful mm -hmm. people, people that are going after their goals, you know, people that, that aren't letting, you know, their, you know, uh, other people's limitations get in their way. I've just sort of attracted them to my life and it's really an awesome feeling. You know, I mean, I, I don't think I haven't heard a negative comment from, from any of them. And I don't even know how long I talk about, I'm going to do this or that. And they're like, great. How can I help? Or, you know, um, you know, just here, here's some suggestions, you know, to make it yeah. even better. These kind of things, you know, it's a really empowering really feeling. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. And you did that, you know, you did that by removing those right. people and, and wanting better yeah. and, and becoming better too. You know, if, if you're true. sitting there right. and all you have to offer is this much, you're going to attract mm -hmm. other people that only have this much. But if, you know, you get your head on straight and you start going after your dreams and that becomes attractive to you and finding new friends, new partners, you know, new acquaintances that have a lot more stuff to offer. Yeah, that's a really great point, Shannon. In fact, you know, um, I've heard it. I've heard people talk about that in like, you know, be the the person that you'd want to date or something. Yeah. But, um, what you're saying too is is be the person that that you'd want to hang out with, be the mm -hmm. person that you'd want to associate with, be friends with, you know, be colleagues with. Yeah. So that's really great, valuable uh, advice there, Shannon. We're just about getting to the end of the show. Was there anything that you wanted to touch on uh, before we wrap things up? Um. What were those three things we talked about? Oh, okay. I didn't well, write we, got, them down. we can move. We can. Oh, you did, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> I have the brain of. I have the memory of a goldfish. Oh, so if it's fantastic. Now, it's <laughs> so okay. Were you ready to well, talk about those, or you want to talk about other things first? Oh, if there was, if there was anything else you wanted to cover before we got to that, we could. Oh. Um. Just. You know, just listen to what you want.
that's, don't let people's ideas or little ideas or little thoughts just drag you down. Like, you know, and listen to what your body's saying. That if you're saying something and your body, you start, your stomach starts to hurt or you start to get flushed. Um, listen to what your body's saying too. I feel like we really ignore um, the response that we're getting and. Um, you know, don't follow our hearts because our head says this is logical, you know, follow, do this because you're supposed to, but you can feel it just like killing you inside. Mm -hmm. So get in touch with your body. Get in touch with your body. Great. Um, so as, uh, as my listeners know, and I, and I actually stole this from uh, uh, Dave over at, oh gosh, now I can't remember his, he's got the Bulletproof Coffee thing anyway. Oh, Bulletproof Executive. Yeah, at the end of his show, he always asks his guests, you know, what are three things that, that people can do to, to live a better life today? Um, I used to ask my guests the same question. You know what, Shannon, are there three things that you could recommend, small things, big things that, that, uh, that our audience could do today to start living a more awesome life? Or one thing. <laughs> what did we talk about, Jim? I don't remember. Uh, there was something <laughs> about, uh, gosh, you know, I thought you had it written down, so I didn't oh, write it. Oh, come on. <laughs> So first thing is write things down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> write down your good ideas. Um, well, one, what we said, if it's, if it's a priority to you, whether it be travel or, um, you know, going after the career that you want and those sort of things that make it a priority, like, uh, you know, set your goals. And what I really enjoyed with the desire map and Danielle Laporte is what I've learned is to know, know what goals you want to accomplish, but also know how you want to feel. So Great. if yeah. you want to feel proud, do you want to feel freedom? Do you want to feel like my desired beliefs are wanderlust? Like my number one is wanderlust. I, I love traveling and I love meeting new people and adding the stamps into my passport. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, um, ease, like I want, I want my life to be easy. I think it's a myth that people have to. I mean, you have to work hard, but it's not supposed to be. Uh, just you know, yeah. like yeah. I want my life. I want to live in ease, and I want it. I want joy. I want to feel this joy bubbling from out of me, um, and I want to be supported and feel like I have a good network of people, you know, behind me and that are that are helping me. And I want, I want to feel freedom. So freedom. no, yeah, just freedom, you know, when you get money and you can not, you know, when you're out of debt, um, you know, just, so be, just identify. And I really, I think that book's great. I don't know how it is uh, for men because it's very uh, kind of, you know, but check it out. It's the same, it's, you know, you can use it. It just might be a little foo-foo for some guys. Um, All right. All right. But. Um, identify what, what you want to feel on top of the goals that you want to check off on your list. And, okay. Great. That's fantastic. Um, if, uh, if Shannon thinks of two other things that she wants to share with us, she'll, uh, she'll uh, tweet us or something. I'll That's tweet them. <laughs> Folks, I want, to, uh, I want to thank everybody for, for listening to the show. And, uh, again, you can find this uh, hopefully every Wednesday on YouTube, broadcasting live. I do strip the audio off, and that sounds weird, but I remove the audio. I take the audio, and I re-upload that to Blog Talk, 
and some other sources. So you can listen to just the audio version of this interview. And I will be posted on my page and I'll share it with Shannon so she can let all of her friends, family, and fans know. And uh, Shannon, thanks a lot for being uh, being on the show today. Thanks really... for having me. I had a great time. Yeah, it was You're great my talking friend, to you. Yay, all right. So um, she'll come back when she's a big when she's big and famous. Um, hopefully. All right. So um, let's see. We uh, just want to remind you, uh, you know, Shannon's website, if you want to get a hold of her, that's Shannon Whaley, Shannon-Whaley.squarespace.com. Uh, of course, you can find me at jimkellner.com or jimkellnerhypnotist.com. And uh, I just want to, uh, you know, say, hey, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Um, take care. Be well. And, of course, be awesome.